Hey y'all, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio. And this probably should have been the uh, the first podcast, but I was so excited to uh, record and share that interview with Dave that I just kind of dived right in. Uh, so, just wanted to share a little bit about myself and the uh, and the podcast um, because, to be honest, like one thing I've seen with the podcast and the website uh, 2099onecrossstreet.com is that this has a wider reach than I had uh, anticipated. And not everyone who accesses it knows me or knows the viewpoint that I'm coming from or the things I'm passionate about. So that's that's what this podcast is, just a little bit about me and uh, what you can expect. You can expect more interviews and talks about Christian living uh, with people in the church and from myself, along with talks, including chats with other people and myself about Something I'm, things I'm thoroughly into, pop culture, music, comic books, uh, and film, and TV shows and that kind of thing, media. Uh, so first and foremost, I want to say I am married to an amazing wife. Uh, her name is Jill, and I am so blessed to be her husband. She is such an example of Christ's love, uh, patience, sacrifice, and giving that she she just inspires me and she always encourages me and is so supportive and I wanted to give her a special shout out. Uh, so we live in the uh, the Hamilton area in the Sherman Hub and I did not grow up here. I was a former Toronto boy from the, the borough of East York which is nestled between downtown Toronto, uh, southern North York, and Scarborough. Uh, so it's an interesting cross, an interesting cross section of communities and people. Uh, I went to, uh, George Brown College. My education is in social service work. I am also on the side, uh, slowly pursuing a, uh, Dimensions of the Faith certificate. It's a $25 program. Uh, that you can do through iTunes University and Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. I'd love to go to Bible college, uh, but unfortunately, since I've realized that I would like to go, uh, <laughs> Bible college is expensive and it just hasn't financially been in the cards. Uh, so this has been a great way a friend and father-in-law mentioned to me, and it's been a really cool way to learn more about the history of the church and... New Testament theology, Old Testament theology, missions, that kind of thing. It's a lot of work because there's 10 subsections with roughly 15 lecture e 15 lectures each and each have about go about an hour. So it's it's pretty interesting and if you've heck if you've been through seminary, if you haven't, you just want to learn more about the Lord, more about uh church history including church schools. I'd re really recommend it. Like I said, 25 bucks um, through iTunes University and Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Uh, yeah, I was born and raised in East York from an awesome mom, a great aunt, and while he was alive, an awesome dad, a dad who got me into, uh, into film, especially Star Wars. Star Wars is my first nerd love. Um also took us to see Jurassic Park and Titanic, which I have fond memories of. 
from from there, in 1999, my uh, my dad passed away because of uh, pancreatic cancer. Unfortunately, it was too late when they the doctors discovered it. Um, they couldn't do anything, so uh, dad lasted about six months, and that was right before I turned 12. Uh, from there, I kind of walked away uh, from the church, but God, in his sovereignty and grace, used uh, four girls from St. Catharines who became dear friends of mine, uh, who I met in a circumstance that was uh there was too much there where it could be con- could be a coincidence it it was not it was uh it was god reaching out um i was downtown with a friend we decided to go check out the old edge 102 uh near the eaton center and see who was playing cuz they did friday night shows it just so happened that there was a band there which is this uh podcast and the website's namesake of one cross in there i met four girls named aiden pascal sarah and m and through their friendship reaching out to reaching out to me um and tommy and some other people and my friend from calvary one of my best friends jen bigwood uh, now jen percy um god pulled me back through the girls in St. Catharines and the hanging out with them over the years, like almost weekendly. Um, I fell in love with that stretch of the Golden Horseshoe from Hamilton on. And God took me to an event called Pitch and Praise, which is an awesome event with uh, great, there's great speakers. There's so many activities It's and bands and everything. It's well worth looking up on the on the web. Um, yeah, I grew up in an AGC church. I ended up running some ministries out of it and volunteering as well. God blessed me with a lot of opportunity there. Uh, the AGC is a little known, uh, denomination outside of Canada. Uh, it's kind of, the joke is it's the non-denomination denomination, but in the coming weeks and months, I will have my, uh, a dear friend and a, my father-in-law who works for the AGC, uh, Dr. Tom Lamshed, Pastor Tom Lamshed, and about 15 other titles. Uh, he'll be coming on the podcast, and we'll be talking more about it, so definitely check that one out when it drops. Um, <laughs> yeah, during that time uh, and my life, I, I grew a love of film, uh, not just watching uh, the acting process, the whole process of seeing a film come together from just the script the screenplay through the finished project product i almost said project there and it kind of that's what happened uh the whole thing interests me every step along the way and i eventually got to actually help film a movie which was so influential for me <sighs> yeah and then i also love music everything from amazing christian hip-hop like lecrae andy minio and the whole 116 crew right down through uh <laughs> through metallica the beatles elvis like i grew up on rock and roll on and motown and neil young because my family would play the old 1050 chum am station and they had like the 60s at six and the 70s at seven i don't think they did the 80s at eight and they definitely didn't play the 90s um but heck i love 90s pop i will happily sing along with backstreet boys they're just fun music is music is fun and I also love uh, comics. I love that whole medium. Uh, 
just the artwork, the stories that it can tell. It's it's just a great medium. I've loved Batman since I was a child, and Batman Begins later became like one of my favorite movies, and Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie ever. Don't know why I'm adding that in, just am. But I love the I love the Batman comics, the animated series from the '90s. Uh, Deadpool became one of my favorites because he's just for a character that started off as an entire like rip off of DC's Deathstroke, he became his own character and is so interesting. Not a good guy by any means, but a guy who like a guy with a very warped sense of reality and his actions but he tries to do good things and it's he's a crazy interesting character so fun to read uh marvel's moon knight is interesting uh, and it's not a ripoff of of batman there are similarities but they're entirely different characters i loved brian lee's brian lee o'malley's run on scott pilgrim uh great six volume series that you should check out uh (laughs) Jeff Lemire's Essex County and the Underwater Welder have tremendous artwork and great storytelling for non-superhero comics. And then the Zelda manga series is one I just recently found. And they're so good because that's such a fun world to visit. But unless you can play the games, it's difficult to. Um, So it's a great way of distilling down the story from the games. I wish there was more Zelda stuff available. I don't know if they'd ever be able to do a film series of it because the stories are so disjointed and there's like three timelines there and it's difficult. There's a great YouTube video you should look up. I might post it in the link below on on the website. Yeah, I love me some comics and friends like Steve Lambert, a guy who loves comics as well. We can talk about it till we're blue in the face. Um... So yeah, I just wanted to share some of my favorites, um, and I've, I've I've been blessed, so blessed by God to have so many influential uh, experiences with friends. Um, I like I said earlier, I got to be a part of a film that you can look up on YouTube. It's called Steen's Revenge. It was I got to work on it with a friend named Mike Knowles. Uh, it was a sequel to a film he did in uh, college. Mike's a guy I've known since since sixth grade, and we bonded over a love of Star Wars and uh, mutually insulting each other all the time, as some guys' friendships are formed, and girls, for that matter. And, yeah, I got to work on the film with him, and it was just such a blast. Like, I got a, I got to be a producer, so a mini-dream of mine was to have my film, my name on a film's credit, and I got it, and it was so awesome to see. And being a part of the process was so much fun. I was able to kind of location scout with Mike, hold the boom mic, and do a little bit of producing stuff. And, oh man, what else? And uh, I came up with a a montage of death sequence that was used in the movie and got some friends in on that, which was just so much fun to do. Um, But through there, my love of interviewing uh, people kind of came out. So after Steen, a couple months later, for a special feature for the DVD, I think, but it's on YouTube, uh, we did a thing called An Evening with Mike Knowles at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, where I just got to do a Q&A with Mike about the process of film, his process as a director, and 
the elements going from script writing to to the screen and post and everything and then about two years after that i got to do another session which was called an evening two with a game with mike and star dinesh hanbury which was so much fun and dinesh is such a talented actor and mike is so talented and i wish both were working more and they're just fun guys to hang out with so if you can i hope you check it out there is some language but it's it's to me worth watching it was a very enjoyable time and through that i i fell kind of in love with doing the interview thing and the interviews are something that became the chat with series on an older website and you can find them all on on the website on 2099onecrossstreet.com where i was interviewing friends uh from the church and in various in various ministries be it missions youth work pastoral what have you and just getting some of that hearing asking the same questions but getting different perspectives and different answers is crazy interesting to me and hearing the heart of people and through that while those have been fun uh a brother-in-law of mine who's an awesome guy and and inspiring to me who runs a restaurant called baddies downtown in uh downtown toronto if you get a chance to check it out it's at lansdowne and bloor great food and awesome atmosphere anyways he mentioned to me like you should really consider doing these in person just because stuff does get lost when you're just focusing on the questions or if you're not able to even write it down in person and you're doing it over email or facebook so alex he inspired me to want to start doing them in person and on audio um and then other friends were like you should really consider doing the podcast you'd you'd have fun with that and it's true and my wife has been nothing but supportive and encouraging and amazing so that that's kind of where we are um another thing i gotta plug for uh experiences if you're at a church um and you don't have a small group plug in and i don't mean a small group where you're just going through the questions and that's where you're at do your life with these people uh it's something that saint Clair does called mishfam and i've had the absolute blessing to have something like this from before with a group of guys um caleb hal uh biggie alan bigwood um steve lambert who's a pastor at forward baptist and dave lombardo who's a pastor at the upper room uh where we that became church we were raw and vulnerable with each other we held each other accountable with our various struggles we studied the word together we looked at what it meant to live out our faith and we challenged each other we even though most of us were are coming from a calvinistic perspective we'd still wrestle beyond that and look at things through different lenses and ultimately try to emulate christ and the reason i recommend this is that group helped shape me and people will help shape you the girls from saint catherine's and jen if god didn't use them and if he didn't open me up to it i don't know where i'd be the guys came around at the exact right time we ran in the same circles and god blew my mind with those guys and continues to do so um yeah just if, if you can get plugged into a small group do it 
and be intentional with it. Don't just make it about, okay, let's just, it's this thing I go to during the week and we talk about scripture and that's it. No, talk about scripture, but be raw and vulnerable. You can be pruned. You can be sharpened. Yes, it's painful, but it helps you grow and God can do so much great through there. Uh, another guy I gotta shout out who's been an influence to me is Cameron Buttrin. Uh, he really got me into wanting to to blog more so that's where the two former sites and the now new website came from i used to blog but it would be an audience to no one and cam got his own website he was really intentional with it so he he inspired me big time uh some other influences i want to shout out are some pastors uh he came up in the last podcast, but Mark Driscoll, uh, the Lord used him so much for me in my late teens and early twenties. I know he's not everyone's bag and I wouldn't recommend him to everybody. And yes, he did do stuff that was, that was dumb and that was bad, but that doesn't mean we throw out everything and his willingness to engage culture and frank cultural terms, especially sexual issues was so helpful to me that his outspokenness was an influence uh matt chandler is a guy i learn a lot from francis chan david platt john piper um but also friends and local pastors pastor matt pamplin who will be on here at some point from st Clair, dave arnold my uh my boy dave lombardo all my friends and Pastor Steve Lambert, these are guys I go to for learning all the time, who inspire me not only in their teaching gift and their community gift, but also how they love their wives, how they treat their wives and treat other people. They are they are just such an influence on me. Um, Podcaster-wise, uh, stuff that really made me start thinking about doing this more are a couple, are a couple people. Uh, Rhett and Link, who do the Good Mythical Morning series on YouTube, which has become a daily thing for uh, Jill and I, um, and their podcast, Ear Biscuits. They're just so much fun, and seeing them do it, it's kind of like, why not? And th- through the opportunities and their, their hard work, they're now getting to... They're blowing up, man. They're doing books. They're doing their Buddy System series. Um, Linkara, who did the History of Power Rangers series which is so entertaining and reignited a childhood love of power rangers um which got me into the boom studios comic which is excellent um and got to read uh venture into the japanese part where power rangers lifts a lot of its footage from super sentai which is rough to get through even if you're watching i'm not knocking it it's just it's difficult to get through i'd love it if there was more comics on that side tangent over uh linkara and uh i can't remember his last name last name but rob um his fan base is called rob core he does a series on youtube called comics explained which if you're into comics is great to check out there's there's a lot of great stuff and a guy i used to really be into um kevin smith kevin smith uh it, I'll admit straight up, he he's an influence on me. Uh, his writing is always sharp, even if I don't like the language he's using or agree with the conclusions that he comes to with stuff. Um, if you read, if you ever read his book, my my boring butt life, I changed the title because I don't like to swear. Um, he is so raw and vulnerable there, like oversharing definitely, but 
just allowing himself to be that exposed is is interesting. Like he's living that open, uh, and there's a great heartbreaking story in there um, called "Me and My Shadow," where it chronicles uh, his lifelong friend Jason Muse's struggle struggle with drugs, and it's just so interesting. Um, but he's got a bunch of podcasts. The one that I I dig the most is Fat Man on Batman. Um, and while I'm watching those, I'm like, why not, man? You love talking about movies. You love talking about your faith. If Silent Bob is doing it, why not? That's not a knock on him. It's just, he's made no gripe saying, I was working at a convenience store and I just pursued this filmmaking. And then he likes talking and doing the Q&A stuff and that led him to the podcast. So with that kind of why not attitude, why not? So I, I gotta give, I gotta give him shout out there. Uh, those are some of the things that inspire me and influence me to getting to this point. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to give y'all a little bit of a background on myself, if you didn't know me, and if you do, hey, this might have still been interesting. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you'll keep listening and consider sharing. Uh, before I go, the other thing I want to say, actually there's two things I want to say. The first is... Um, Expect more talks on pop culture. I'm excited to do the movie talks and the comic book talks. I'm excited to s share my faith with y'all. I'm excited to share the truth and love and grace of Jesus Christ, uh, who offers a salvation that is completely undeserved and is completely unfair. <laughs> I'll let that sink in. It is not fair that we can be saved. And I'm excited to talk about that in future times. Um, there's going to be that. I'm also excited to talk about movies, uh, Godzilla and stuff, because I movies, Godzilla, Doctor Who. Like, I can talk about pop culture and all the, the nerd dumb stuff till I'm blue in the face, because it's just so much fun. It's so good, for the most part. Um, yeah, and the other thing I want to say is, if you haven't checked it out, watch that new Star Wars trailer. Oh my goodness, it is so good. Uh, Star Wars is making the best trailers right now i'm kind of exclu excluding rogue one because for the most part we knew where that story was going but if you look at uh the force awakens and the last jedi with the force awakens yes the movie ended up being a new hope redone but the trailer only featured shots from the first half hour of the flick and maybe two or three from later so you couldn't piece the story together the Last Jedi, yeah, I'm sure it's not all that doesn't all happen in the first half hour, but holy cow, it shows enough in a way where it gets you hype, but you don't know where the story's going. Like it leaves you in a way where you think like, oh snap, is Ray going to the dark side? I don't think so, and I think that it's going to be stuff from all across the movie where you can't just be able to know the story of the movie. The only thing that would have made that trailer better. Would have been if it had laser shots set to the the double kick drum beat from Metallica's one. Which, after that amazing Punisher trailer, I'm just like, every trailer should have that. Heck, re-release Bambi and put one in there. Just do it. It would make it more epic. On that joke note, I want to say hope you have a good day and thanks for listening. And God bless, my friends. Take care.